Hello, everyone. My name is Chase Beatty, and this is my podcast, Principle of Polarity. Today's episode is going to be about mentors. And as usual, I'm going to start it off with a quote. Mentoring is a, is a brain to pick and an ear to listen and a push in the right direction. That quote is by John Crosby. What is a mentorship? A mentorship is a relationship in which a more experienced or more knowledge person helps to guide a less experienced or a less knowledgeable person. So what does it mean to be a mentor? At its core, being a mentor is being a trusted advisor. Being a mentor involves making yourself available to support and advise someone when they need it, delivering that support in a way that makes sense to them and always keeping that person's interests in mind. So why do we need a mentor? Mentors fine tune and transform our visions. They provide ideas, thoughts, and insights that challenge and enable us to see beyond our sphere of influence. Mentors amplify visions by elevating and thinking by elevating your thinking capabilities. Mentors elevate you by making their shoulders your platform. So basically what that all entails or what that all says is a mentor kind of makes life more simple. And what I mean by that is a perfect example is like when we start a job. When we start a job, like usually there's a ton of information being thrown at us. The learning curve is super sharp. And you're just like, man, you're so envious of those people that have been there five, 10 years, and they just seem like they know everything, they can do everything the first time without messing it up and stuff like that. Well, a mentor takes the sharpness out of that learning curve. He's basically there so that he can tell you all of the rough lessons that he had to learn, he had to learn because he may not have had the benefit of having a mentor. He might've had to have learned all of his information the hard way. And he's gonna turn around and try to provide you with the easier way to go about doing that job with that task. And it doesn't only have to apply to the business world. A mentor could be somebody that just helps you on a day-to-day life. You, not usually, I'm sorry. Uh, In most cases, in some cases, the way it's supposed to work, is that we'll have uh, some type of parent figure that is in our life and they teach us the lessons and instruct us on how to go about living a a productive life. But that's not always the case. It wasn't the case for me. I didn't have my father in my life. He walked out before I was even born. So I had to lean on the experiences and the lessons that I was told by other individuals. But regardless of if it's in the business world or in the real world, we do need those people with insight to be a part of our lives. And you can have more than one mentor for more than, you know, one field in your life. Like you can have a financial mentor, you can have a spiritual mentor, you can have an academic mentor because, you know, the the financial mentor might not be able to give you sound spiritual advice. And likewise with the spiritual advisor giving you good financial advice. So, There's no problem with having more than one mentor, but having a mentor nonetheless is very important to your development. So there's four phases of mentoring. The four phases are preparation, 
negotiation, which enables growth and then closure. So this is not how it's going to go all the time, but in most structured mentorship partnerships, this is how it's going to go. So this is like a, a graduating scale to how a mentoring relationship is going to go. If you really think about it, you can see these steps in other relationships and in a proper mentoring relationship, they it should just flow seamlessly. Like you shouldn't be able to tell that you're going through this phase and through that phase. It should just be like you're meeting with a friend and then you're progressing towards a common goal and he's helping you to cut down on the time it takes to get to that goal. So that's just for your information. It probably won't look like that if you're in a, a good mentorship. But I mean, if you go to one of these more structured mentorship programs, it may be like that. They may have you sign paperwork or something that shows that you're transitioning. But as far as I know, that's not really what it's going to look like. So a little bit of my story. Like I said earlier, my dad decided not to be a part of my life from the very beginning. So I never knew my dad growing up. But fortunately, I had my grandfather. Now, my grandfather wasn't really, you know, one of those people that was out there. You know, he he you know, we all have a past and stuff like that, but he changed his life around once he had once my mother was born and he decided to, you know, live a more straight path, you know, towards his life. So he taught me a lot. He taught me, you know, about sports. He taught me about fatherhood. He taught me about ethics, morals. He started the foundation for that tough mentality that helped get me through boot camp and a lot of other the phases of my life that um, were critical to my development. And the thing that was so awesome about my grandfather is that my grandfather taught me all of these things and he was paralyzed from the waist down for a major for all of my mother's life and for all of my life. So I always say that my grandfather taught me more from a wheelchair than any man did on two legs. You know, I, I had coaches, I had great coaches, um, great teachers and other great mentors, but it all started with my grandfather. My grandfather was that that first rock in my life, that that first brick that was placed in my life that helped to build the monument or the you know foundation to what my life became and I'm not saying that I'm no you know usually successful person but I do have I have had some successes in my life that I'm extremely proud of and I could trace that all the way back to my grandfather everybody can't be a mentor you know there's there's some people out there that just don't possess the characteristics to be a mentor the characteristics that we should be looking for are like honesty, integrity. They should be able to resolve conflicts in a meaningful way, meaning not always jump in the fight or yell or get angry or curse or, you know, there's other ways to solve conflicts. And you need somebody that's level-headed enough to teach you how to do that as well, because there's plenty of examples of the wrong way of doing it. They also should have the ability to offer feedback and in a constructive way, meaning that if you do something and you mess up, they shouldn't chew you out or yell at you or anything like that, but they should give you feedback in a meaningful way. Like, hey, these are the things you did good. These are the things you could work on. 
you know, somebody that can give you criticism, but at the end of the day, you see them as takeaways where you could do better as, you know, a point in the relationship that kind of creates strife or creates uh, kind of like a tension. Um, they should also, I think one of the traits they should have is great networking skills because in anything you do, you're going to have to talk to people. You're going to have to talk to people. You're going to have to move within certain groups and parts of society. So I think somebody with great networking skills is essential to being a mentor because communication skills and networking skills are vital in today's society. I know a lot of times we communicate over the internet and less and less in person, especially now with the current pandemic. But having those great networking skills, they they translate from in person to on the internet and any other endeavor that you might embark on. And if possible, if at all possible, this is not by any means a must, but if at all possible, try to seek a mentor that either works in the field that you're working in or is like has obtained the goal that you're striving for. Somebody that can relate to the kind of struggles that you're going to face while trying to accomplish this goal. That way, the information that he translates to you will be, you know, more applicable to what you're trying to do because he your mentor may give you information that will help you, but specific information to exactly what you're trying to do is probably going to be the most helpful. Like if, for instance, I was in the military, so I fall back to that example a lot. So if you're going into the military, everybody knows that you're going to be physically fit. You know, you tell somebody, hey, I'm going into the Marines. They're like, okay, good. You know, what should I do to get into the Marines? Well, you need to be physically fit. So just do this, that, and the third. You know, whereas if somebody asked me, told me that same thing, like, hey, I'm interested in going into the Marines. What should I do to get fit? I'm going to tell them specifically, hey, you need to be trying to get your three mile time down to this much. You need to be able to do 20 plus pull ups. You know, you need to be able to do 100 plus crunches. And and I'm going to give them more specific information geared to what they're aiming to do. That way they don't have to go into the going to boot camp just with, you know, a general idea. I'm going to give you specific ideas um, to try to help you go along. And like I said, everybody has had a mentor at some point in time in their life. Even the most famous people go to other people who have done it or who are doing what they want to do to seek information. Um, some of those famous mentor mentorship relationships are Steve Jobs and Mark Zuckerberg, Maya Angelou and Oprah Winfrey, free, Warren Buffett and Bill Gates, Mahatma Gandhi, Mahatma Gandhi, yeah, and uh, Nelson Mandela. They never met, but his Mahatma Gandhi's books inspired Nelson Mandela. And lastly, this this is one that I didn't even know about, but in my research, it it came up. But Michelle Robinson, Robinson and Barack Obama. Now Michelle Robinson is Michelle Obama. So when they were in school, I believe it was, or a law firm or early in Barack Obama's career, they were partnered up together. And Michelle Robinson helped out Barack Obama through either his studies or navigating his uh, first of the, his early law firm career. But either or, 
Michelle Robinson was there for Barack Obama in the mentorship capacity. So in closing, I just want to say, go and seek out a mentor. You know, a mentor that has these type of qualities that you can have access to. Somebody who's going to lead you in the right direction and who's definitely going to cut that that the sharpness of that learning curve in half for you if they can. Because every little advantage that you can have, we should be taking because that's less time to accomplish our goal. That's more time doing what we love and what we're passionate about. And in, in the end, you're going to be able to do the same for somebody else. And and we never know how many lives we're going to affect in the end. So if you have a chance, I will go out and seek a mentor. You can even seek mentors online, um, on Facebook all the time. You can YouTube people. And I mean, there's a ton of ways. It's 2020. So there's no excuse. It's not like we're we actually got to write letters and stuff like back in the 1960s, 1940s. Like there's there's people all over the place that are willing to give you any information that you want. So if you have the chance and if you have the time, I will go out and proactively seek a mentor. They are everywhere. So as always, I want to say thank you for tuning in. I hope that today has in some way provided you with the motivation to push through yet another day. And as you go into the world to prosper and do great things, I want you to ask yourself, why not me? Why not now?